Hello there. Welcome to Almost 30 Podcast, your podcast of choice today. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's Lindsay and Krista. We're super glad you're here. Welcome. We've been hearing the buzz about morning microdose, which is so cool. It feels like it's doing its thing out there. 100%. <laughs> and also, I'm waiting for everyone else to copy the idea. I'm just waiting. Don't say it. I'm waiting for everybody to copy the I, idea. I feel like Tim Ferriss is doing it. Really? He didn't, he didn't copy us, but... He's doing that? I mean, it's a great idea. Clips, like a clips uh-huh. podcast? Uh-huh. Damn. <laughs> 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 See, that's the thing is I don't even really look at what anyone else is doing. So if they were copying me or not, I wouldn't even really totally. know. Because when I think of morning microdose, I think of it as like its own entity. Mm-hmm. So like, I kind of forget. I know it's obviously clips from almost 30, but it's like these moments in the show where like they're so standalone yes. that it kind of has its yeah. own totally. flavor flave. Yeah. So. Our old intern messaged me. She's like, oh my God, I thought you guys were selling microdose. Like, I know. Everybody. I thought you were selling psilocybin. Because you guys were talking about it so much. I'm like… <laughs> I'm wondering what the cash know, flow you're, would you're be like, on that. Hmm, let's add. <laughs> I'm like, I honestly wouldn't mind it depending on how much we would make. But no, Morning Microdose is a new podcast from Almost 30. It's basically the best of the best, five to seven minutes. Inspiring moments, quotes, actionable, you know, parts of the pod. Yeah. And it was inspired. Chris and I were on a walk in Austin and… We were talking about, I had been listening to Infinite Intelligence from Esther Hicks, who channels Abraham Hicks. And it was just that idea of like, I loved having something in the morning, whether it was that short form podcast or like reading a couple pages of a book or finding like a YouTube channel that I could just like kind of drink in for a few minutes. And it was just that intentional consumption rather than going to my phone and just scrolling. So we were like, how can we repurpose so much of what we've done? We have almost 600 episodes. So we and our team like went into the archives and just pulled those vortex moments. All of our guests are like, wait, what just happened in there? And we're like, I know. So we pulled those moments and um, we are releasing Monday through Friday, five days a week, every single morning. So you can just take a little trip with us. I'm excited. I'm excited too to go back to like, episode like 300 to like 500. I know. And just the ones that were almost ahead of their time, but now would resonate deeply and just pull out the things that you almost forget because we are doing so many conversations. We're batching. Sometimes we're doing a lot at once. We're on podcasts. So we just, everything resonates and integrates for us. But then also we kind of have to let a lot of it go Uh to be present for the next conversation. So like, I'm excited to hear the old stuff that we maybe forgot about or missed. Yeah. I think we just dropped like a Pita Kelly clip Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh yeah. Dude, always. Oh, I forgot some Pita. Like just getting that Pita medicine was so, so nice the other morning. But continue to share with us. I've seen a lot of you tag Morning Microdose and Almost 30 when you're listening to this new podcast that we have out. And that's just so appreciated. Make sure you're subscribed. If you want to rate and review, we obviously love that as well. And just share with a friend. I think that's like what I prefer. Yeah, I think in the morning it's key what you were just explaining because I've even had that recently. It's like the morning gets a little hairy if I don't have things that are ready for me to sort of tap into. If I don't have A Course in Miracles or my tapping or, you know, whatever it is that I'm doing, 
it's fine if I go down a rabbit hole of whatever it is that, you know, whatever happens, but it is key to have something on deck. Mm -hmm. So you're like, okay, I'm going to anchor. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, then yeah, especially too, if I'm like, okay, I'm just going to check on Instagram to see what I should or like <laughs> totally. YouTube, you know, let me like find some inspo on Instagram yes, for this 100%. morning. Like, let me find a quote. You're like going for a quote and then you're like, uh, honestly, oh then I'm God. seeing like a Fitspo model. Yeah. <laughs> no, my whole algorithm is basically like cats. It's like oh, cats in nature. That's great. Yeah. Mine's like nature Cat- farms. Yes. Cats in backpacks. Oh, nice. It's like mine. <laughs> there was a cat that was swimming the other day. I saw like this woman's like, so I take my cat cute. swimming. I'm like, I don't know if they like that. <laughs> <laughs> so then I'm like, it's so funny because people are like in drama comments of like The Bachelor and I'm in like this cat swimming drama comment. Like, I'm like, I don't think she likes Literally, that. <laughs> I'm like, she's running for the shore. I'm like, she's in survival mode. <laughs> Like uh, the discover page tells you so much about someone. And sometimes I look away when I see someone's discover page because I'm just like, same. I feel uncomfortable. It's a a tender moment. (laughs) Especially dudes. You're just Uh like, oh, okay. Yes. A (laughs) hundred percent. It is like uh, dudes. One hundred percent. It's a tender, (laughs) tender moment. Sometimes with Justin, I will look over. I'm like, hey, what are we doing? I see basketball courts, art, like. You know, TNA, TNA, literally, <laughs> like Instagram models. Oh my god! Just, I mean, with guys, I'm like, whatever, whatever, man. dude, whatever, man. Enjoy your life. <laughs> like, but it is weird because even sometimes I'll find myself looking at. Yeah, you just kind of get curious about something. Just you're kind of like, okay, what's going on with that situation mm-hmm, or that thing? Mm-hmm. Even the Johnny Depp thing. Mm-hmm. When that trial was going on, I was totally immersed in it. And I yeah. was like looking at all the pages to see people's opinions. Like yes. I was totally under the spell. Yes. So okay. someone would have thought I was like a celebrity gossip <laughs> connoisseur. <laughs> yeah, I actually don't know what. At one point, mine was like Haley and Justin. I'm oh my like, gosh. I'm like, I don't even look at them that much. I I totally. But I love They're them. They're not couple goals at all to me. I Oh, I love them though. I, I love, love them together. Yeah, I just love whatever they're doing. I'm like, I love whatever. whatever they're doing. But whatever. I don't feel like it's like inspo. I, she has no aura to me. Like I look at yeah. her and I'm like, I appreciate you're beautiful. You seem cool. But there's literally no energetic field that I yeah. feel. Yeah, yeah, totally. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Well, I also don't know if they're allowed to. Totally. You know what I mean? Totally. There's something yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's for Lots to say. almost 30 yeah. after dark. Yeah, after dark. <laughs> so it is September 29th, and it was a little more than a month ago that I got married, which was just the wildest thing um, in this episode today. I wanted to just recap the mainly the process leading up to the wedding because it was super unique in that I planned it in two and a half months. And I just felt so strongly. And so did Sean. My second sister had gotten married and I didn't want to wait a year and a half to get married. I was like, I just don't love the idea of sitting in the planning stage for so long. So I was like, why don't we do it by the end of the summer? And he was in and our families jumped on board and I made it happen. It was it's pretty wild. So I'm, I'm going over pretty tactical tips, mm-hmm. but also the emotional aspects of getting married and the preparation there and the expectations and the societal pressures, expectations that are put or projected onto brides and grooms and that whole thing that I 
I didn't really feel that much because I made a decision in the beginning that I would kind of live outside of that, um, which was kind of part of the process. But people would be freaked out at how like not stressed I was. They're like, so like you're getting married. So are, is everything good? And I'm like, it's totally, it's totally fine. I'm feeling great. There were snags in the process, but honestly, like I didn't have time to really like ruminate on anything, overthink anything. So I wanted to really go deep on the process leading up and I'll give a little recap of the day as well. It was the best. Yeah. So special. Beautiful. And also like two and a half months is kind of like should be the new standard. I'm going to do a campaign. I think it really should be. Besides having all the money up front, because you need to have it like now. Yes. Yes. That's the only thing. Tell me more. So so basically like normally if you plan, it's not like, it just is what it is. It's like if you plan for a year, totally. you can space out, oh, I'm going to do this okay. this month. I didn't even realize that. They can do payment plans with different vendors. Mm-hmm. And with this one, it was just more like, got to shell it out now. Totally. <laughs> Which is, I also, it's like just. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. What are you going to do? <laughs> but it, it did make it, it is weird to think about how long the process is because it is. Yeah, it's like, what is the point of that? But I remember even after our wedding, our Mackenzie, our planner was in our room and she's like, you guys are so chill. And I was like, should I be less chill? I know. I was like, you know, is that a problem? Like, I just was like, yeah, should I freak out? (laughs) It's like, well, I can imagine the planner probably has seen so many different flavors of brides. Yes. And you're just chilling. I was like super chill. Super chill. And so it's almost like they don't know what to do with you because they're like, can I do anything? And you're like, let's just have a good time. Yes. (laughs) Handle what you have to handle. Yes. But I think that was so, so key because I think when you're getting any milestone like this, I think you're super magnetic or have the potential to be super magnetic for good or for bad. Mm-hmm. And so I was just really mindful for of good like- good or for bad is key. Yeah. Really bad. <laughs> where my mind was going. Mm-hmm. On the day of, for example, there were thunderstorms all day. They were rolling in and I was like seeing all the rain and it would like, brighten up for a minute and then the rain would come back. But the whole time and I had done some spells with Kiki and, you know, offered offered gifts to the elements. And um, because it was really important to kind of bring in like the support of whether it's the elements, your ancestors, Mm -hmm. your whole spirit team, because they're so pumped. Mm -hmm. They're so pumped for you. It was like in that moment that I was like, I could freak out. I could kind of go down that loop of like, oh my God, it's gonna rain. I've spent all this money. We're gonna have to do it inside. But I really believe not only the spells, but also the just point of attraction of this day is beautiful. It's already beautiful. Nothing can make it not beautiful. And I appreciate a clearing. Thank you so much for a clearing today. We needed it. Like it was kind of hot and sticky. Now we have like kind of a more clear energy. So it ended up being beautiful and sunny. Yeah, it was. I wouldn't have even thought that it would have stayed. Uh, There was like no possibility of it raining. It was Mm -hmm. just like, it's not going to. You know, there was nothing, but it was so beautiful and it was so beautiful. Just like you looked unbelievable. You guys both looked unbelievable. (laughs) It was just, it was so much fun. Saturday was so much fun. I love Mm -hmm. how much love you guys brought into it and all the people that shared you so much love. Like, yeah, Yeah. it was just so nice. I mean, it was so powerful. Yeah, it was, it was really powerful to bring in family and friends into an experience that he and I so carefully curated. Yeah, so yeah. I led on Friday. I led the planning on Friday. Sean led on Saturday. 
And I explained this in the episode, but on Friday was a ceremony, small, intimate dinner. And then Saturday was this like big, big party with dancing and food and just opportunities to really like get to know people and and vibe it out. It was funny throughout the process, like people being like, so like, what is this? Like what? You know, just kind of asking questions, which is fine. Mm -hmm. But feeling kind of like the shaking up of like tradition Mm -hmm. in a sense, which for some people is hard and they can't really wrap their minds around it and they're kind of resistant to it. And then what I felt like the day of, especially on Saturday, was just this like, this kind of clearing of what people think a celebration like that can and should look like. And almost like permission to like, make whatever you do as far as celebrations in your life, like your own. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do anything when it comes to weddings, baby shower, whatever. Like you can really make it your own and I think that was like one of my favorite parts of the process was just like being creative and like making it our own and knowing that he and I really work together to create that experience for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is an episode for people about choosing yourself, you know, choosing what you want for you and your partner to choose your vision and like to stay clear about what it is that you want to create in life. Yes. You know, so for anyone that's not getting married or not in the process, it still stands true. Mm -hmm. And it's really the conscious choosing. And I think we were talking about it this weekend. It's like so interesting how like consciousness shows up where you're like, whoa, this is conscious. Yes. I'm making the conscious choice to engage in the drama, not engage in the drama, Mm -hmm. engage in the expectations, not engage in the expectations, engage in everyone else's, you know, whatever it is. It's like, how can you choose the experience that you want to create over and over again? It's powerful. And mm-hmm. you can choose in every moment. Like yes. this process showed me. Yes. Every moment I can choose. Yes. Like we are not mm-hmm. out of control. So it was, it was powerful. I learned so, so much. So I'm going to share that in this episode and I will, I'll drop some like specifics on like, you know, you guys want to know where the flowers are in the mess. Uh, yeah, the weight loss Yeah, it's like if you want to get your wedding ready. Where I got my extensions. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> you want to get your wedding body ready, I've got you. <laughs> um, but thank you for listening. Thank you for being so supportive. Um, if you have any questions about wedding stuff, the process, I'm here for you. You can DM me on Instagram at Lindsay Simsek. Should we change the handle? Should I get your approval soon? We'll see. Okay. We'll talk about it. Um, <laughs> have you seen if it's available? Not yet. Okay. I'm sure it is. But yeah, we should check. I'm pretty sure it would be. You should save both. That's true. Because okay. that's what I did when my old 100 blog. <laughs> <laughs> I have that account still and it's like, please go to It's Krista. Or, or it was it was Quistalin under Black Quista. <laughs> so I was like, you kind of just pull them to the trail. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably change it. Yeah, who, who knows? No rush, but I am changing my last name. Fuck yeah. And make sure to subscribe to Almost 30 if you're not already. We have almost 600 episodes that you can dig into. And we're just happy to support you in your evolution. Yeah, we love you guys so much. Almost30.com. Almost 30 podcast on TikTok. Our TikTok Mm -hmm. is incredible. We have so many quotes uh, from amazing guests that you love. So get on the TikTok. And thank you for being a part of our community. We love you. We will see you on the other side. Later. Bye. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another solo with me, Lindsay. I'm so honored, happy, grateful that you're here. This is a special one. I recently got married, as 
maybe you know, maybe you don't. Um, it was something that I held quite close until after the wedding. Uh, very much my style and my preference, but it was just the most beautiful initiation during the planning and the actual wedding itself. And I wanted to talk to you all today about this process because I felt so much going into this process of planning a wedding, which by the way, I planned in two and a half months uh, with Sean. And we decided that, you know, end of summer feels right. Let's do it. And I wanted to talk to you about all the things that could and try to intercept, um, yeah, intercept this like flow between you and your joy and your true presence with all that is happening for you. There are uh, family expectations, friends, opinions, judgments, projections, you name it. This is inevitable with probably every life milestone, right? Getting married, getting engaged, maybe getting a new job, your first job, perhaps starting your own business, having a baby. Truly, there will always be something in the ether that is trying to pull your attention away from the true essence of what this milestone or initiation really has for you. And I felt so strongly when we started planning this need to set my intention and make it really, really fucking clear and big. And I'm so glad I did. And it is something that was basically my anchor throughout the entire process. So overview, I want to talk to you about that part of it, the energetics of this process and why I had the best time planning, why I had uh, basically no stress leading up to and day of. I'm not perfect. Like There were things that came up, but it was the way in which I was able to navigate that actually very much impressed me and blew my mind and showed me that it's possible. And I'm not saying any of this to like brag or be annoying. This is real and you can create it for yourself. I promise you. I'll also talk a little bit about some logistical tips, uh, but we're really talking about the energetics here. So decided to start planning our special day at the beginning of June. And like I said, I really felt immediately kind of this like, oh, okay, what does everyone expect us to do, right? Or uh, what, wh what's my family going to think about planning it so soon? And, you know, all of these different uh, questions and thoughts just started, you know, flying at me. And I caught it. I was like, oh, 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 oh wait a second. This is supposed to be like one of the most beautiful days of my life thus far. Why am I already trying to sabotage it by believing these thoughts that are coming in? So I cut the energy with a very big, simple 
intention. And that intention was, my intention is to enjoy this process, to be present to this process, to expect magic and miracles, to navigate challenges with curiosity and thrill. And my intention is to keep the main thing, the main thing, which is me and Sean and our love and our union. And I set this intention in meditation in like a little ceremony here at home and y'all, it worked some magic. So I started on this planning journey, reaching out to vendors as you do, and everything just started to fall into place. Though it was two and a half months prior to the day and many vendors are already booked, I allowed myself to intuitively navigate searching for and discovering these various vendors. First, I started with my vision. Is my vision clear for this day? Granted, it doesn't have to be the exact like flower and the exact this and that and location, but am I being specific and clear about how I want to feel when I walk down the aisle? You know, am I outside? Like, do I feel the breeze? Um, Is the sun shining? Things like that. I just started getting really specific about and allowed myself to dream beyond what I thought was quote, quote, possible. Because the mind don't know. I've never done this before. I've never, I've never planned a wedding. So I only know what people have told me and what I've seen. But let me tell you, with anything that you're planning or preparing for, this is the only time you have ever gone through this for the first time. So sure, people can give you advice, but at the end of the day, you are going to have a different experience because you are you. So I really took that seriously throughout my process where anytime I, you know, said should to myself or, oh, maybe we should, you know, we should probably, I stopped myself because what I realized about planning our wedding was that this could be the most fun, expansive, creative process that I've done in a long time. So let's like rip, let's have fun. Let's think outside of the box. And so I started to crystallize our vision. Sean and I worked together on this, which is an important piece I'll get to in a little bit. And then because that was clear and I knew how it felt in my body, I was able to sift through these different vendors pretty swiftly. And those that were aligned and available on the day just dropped in. It was wild. And I know some of you are rolling your eyes like, okay, like a little woo-woo here. Y'all, I'm telling you, until you do it and you commit to this type of process, you don't believe it until it happens, but it was happening and it was flowing. In the process of vendors kind of falling in and aligning, I realized that having a wedding in two and a half months means you basically have to have all the monies (laughs) up front. Can't do a payment plan, maybe a little bit, but not really. And so my relationship with money really shifted during this process, which I'm so thankful for. It really uh, dissolved any mm, attachments I had to 
the limits around money and around my own money and what it can do and what it can afford me. And it really shifted my perspective on the the, uh, flow of money in and out and the value of investing in something so important to you and so beautiful and expansive in itself. I I mean, I'm sure those of you that have planned a wedding or something like it, no, it's like all of a sudden, you know, $500 becomes quote nothing. I know it's not nothing, but like in the grand scheme of things, and you're like, yeah, just add it, whatever, <laughs> which is just, you know, so wild. But it was nice to not, um, not let myself get so wrapped up in the clenching of Oh, oh, another charge. Oh, another charge. It felt really, really good to let it flow. Because, you know, at the end of the day, and if I look back in my life at like my money flow, there's always money in, coming in and flowing out. Like that is just the natural way. And so just because a lot of money flowed out for this wedding, I know and I feel it now just this deep, 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 big seed that was planted through that investment. And I'm just excited to see and experience what pokes through the soil because of that trust and that investment. So I'm talking about flow. I'm talking about it being fun and easy. It was really important from the get-go that I committed to that type of experience with Sean, with my partner. I'm a Virgo. I like aesthetics. I like to control a little bit, admittedly. And so the thought of really teaming up with Sean on like planning something like this, I was like, ooh, I know that I'm going to have some stuff come up because it's hard for me to let go of control. So what we did was we actually split up the planning. So I took the lead on Friday's planning and he took the lead on Saturday's planning. So if you didn't catch it on Friday, I, we, but I took the lead on planning. We did a ceremony, very intimate ceremony and dinner. Um, We did a little dancing, but it was more so about the dinner and speeches and just connection. And it was just beautiful and intimate. And then on Saturday, we did a bigger party, if you will, with surprises and dancing and food galore and drinks flowing. And it was just wonderful. We called Saturday the love fest. And so he took the lead on Saturday and I just, I loved letting him lead. I in general love letting him lead. I think we do a really good job at that balance and dance. Um, when it comes to leading in certain areas of our relationship and life together. But it was such a good practice for me because I definitely had moments and we worked through them where I would like check in on his progress and like, oh, do you need this? Or how about? And I had forgotten that we promised like, you know, if we need the other's insight or, you know, co-approval, 
that we would bring the other in. And I definitely brought him in on a lot of my stuff and so did he. But every once in a while, I would kind of like cross that line because I was a little anxious about letting go of control. And y'all, I cannot tell you how good it felt to uh, show up on that day and just feel not only just so blown away, but so proud, so proud of him for planning. And it was better than I could have ever imagined. I could have ever planned. So it was just really cool. It proved to me that, you know, my way isn't always the best way. And it also just felt really nice to work together, like truly work together. So that is something that I highly recommend you doing, which is like partnering up, you know, like delegating responsibilities in a real way, not just like giving your partner 15 to do's. I think it's talking about like, so what's important to you? What's important to me? Where are our shared uh, visions happening? And just allowing the other to really step into their brilliance and step into their own leadership within the relationship is very, very important because I'm sure you know someone who completely took over or maybe their parent completely took over and it leaves the other in the relationship just feeling, and I've just observed this, so I don't know specifically, but it seems like they just feel left out, not really a part of it. And they show up on the day and it's like, huh, okay, this is my, this is my wedding, <laughs> you know? So I just think that's really important. So whether it's with your partner or uh, if you both have support teams, you know, of friends that you can kind of whether lean on, vent to, uh, more importantly, have them keep you accountable to what your intention is and not not let you get off track as far as, you know, worrying about silly things that don't really matter. Um, it's just really, really important because it becomes a whole world in your mind. Like you're thinking about it a lot. It is a huge percentage of your brain space when you're going through it. And um, that also expanded my understanding of how much I can handle because planning a wedding in addition to like, you know, doing what I normally do, I was like, oh, well, I, I can handle quite a bit. But it's important to have that team and it's important to think of all this as team work, right? What I didn't realize is that my commitment to being present to the process and not just getting through it or taking things off was that there were like gifts for me throughout the process. Uh, there were layers that still needed to be shed before I said I do. And it was really, yeah, it was necessary. It was totally necessary, whether it was hard conversations that I had to have with people that are close to me or, you know, guest lists are always an interesting thing and, you know, who's speaking and all of these things where I had to get right within myself and be clear and true within myself, which I hadn't always done. Like sometimes you just default to what other people want or think you should do. And so this was like the ultimate test and I knew I had to do it. Sean's always been really good at it, but like I knew I had to really, really do it this time because this was about like setting the tone for my marriage, my life. Like, you know, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And that was so 
apparent to me in this process. And I really wanted to keep the waters clear and not muddy them with my doubts and fears and insecurities and what have you. Like I wanted to keep that water between me and Sean like super, super clear. So the layers had to be shed. The people pleaser, ooh, last bits of the people pleaser down the river. She's gone. (laughs) It, It was wild and it felt good. Oh my God. It felt so so good to make decisions that I was like, "Mm, that's for us. I love that. Heck yeah. Even if, you know, I could, I could, if I really thought about it, there was 10 people that would have been like, what? You're doing it that way? It's a little untraditional, you know, like all these things, but oh man, it felt so good to follow what felt good for us and not worry. So that was one of the layers that I thought was so very, very important. Throughout this process, I made sure to insert schedule commit to practices that would keep me, that would keep me just me and grounded and, and present. Quickly, you can, you can get swept up. Truly, you can get very, very swept up by the process. And it was important to me that I keep my, you know, regular practices of meditation, of walking, of moving my body, of nourishing my body with whole foods and all of that. And I say that because sometimes a life, big life event like this, like a wedding, there are those expectations of, okay, wedding body, here we go. We're going to look our absolute best on our wedding day. Like no other day will we look better than our wedding day, which is not true. But yeah, there was, it was a clear, clear, clear message for me very early on that I was just going to keep doing what I was doing (laughs) because admittedly, I, you know, I'm happy with how I feel. I'm happy with how I look. Um, I, I did have like a few moments of like, Hmm, should I get a little tox in the forehead, a little Botox in the forehead? Should I get this done, that done? You know, the the appointments, you know, the temptation to schedule a million appointments is so real. And interestingly, and there's literally no judgment, truly no judgment, because your girl's gotten Botox before I've done all the things. But it was interesting. I was not called to do it. It was so weird. I thought like I would, I thought I would do all the things before my wedding. And it was just such a a funny feeling of why would I do anything extreme right before my wedding? Like, why would I do anything different if how I'm feeling now is I feel good. I like how I look. I like how I feel. I like how this dress looks on me. You know, why would I kind of go overboard just because it's my wedding. And that's not to say I didn't pamper and do nice things for myself like the week leading up and whatever, like zero, yeah, zero, zero shame or shade around that. It's more so this idea that we are not good enough now. We have to be and look better on our wedding day. So what extreme measures can we do to get there in this short amount of time. And it's just, yeah, I can't describe it other than like, it was just a feeling I had that I wasn't going to do anything crazy. 
I did, however, do Morpheus on my skin about a month. Yeah, I think it was a month before. And y'all, this was this was the exact lesson that I'm telling you. You know, don't do anything extreme, nothing crazy, nothing out of the ordinary. If you're feeling good, do whatever, just keep doing what you're doing. And I was tempted to do this and ended up doing it uh, based on a recommendation from a friend. And man, I don't regret it, but in the moment, my skin had a crazy flare-up of acne afterwards. And I was so sad. I'm like, oh my God, I... I kind of knew. I kind of knew that I didn't need to do it. The reasons for doing it didn't really match up with my skin needs. (laughs) It was just kind of a wild thing. She did a great job and it looks great. Like I don't regret it in the long run. And I think the results really improve even more so over time. But right after I was like, oh, wow. Okay. My skin was just like, yeah, we don't really need to do that. (laughs) So it was just a lesson for me because I had a feeling. I had a feeling about it. And let me tell you, your intuition will tune the fuck up during this process or any other life, big life moment process. It's pretty wild. It's pretty, pretty wild. And it was very clear to me. Speaking of intuition, I had uh, many intuitive hits around... um, yeah, just alignment when it came to working with people through this process. And Sean and I are both incredibly uh, sensitive to that where, yeah, we just pick up on energy and if it doesn't feel right, we're like, nope. <laughs> so it was, um, for example, it it showed up in uh, my process of finding someone to do my hair. Y'all, I found my hairstylist a week before. I don't recommend it because it was tiny bit stressful, but I did trust that I would find someone and I did and it was perfect and she was spectacular. Her name is Mickey, uh, Michaela, and um, I'll link her in the show notes, but she's phenomenal at Mickey.hair. I think it's M-I-I-K-I dot hair. Phenomenal. But before that, I had a few wedding trials. I have a lot to say about wedding trials. That's for another episode. Way too expensive and... um, you say wedding and the person doing your hair and makeup just does the wedding thing. And I didn't want like the wedding look. I can't describe it. It's like it's like the same eyeshadow, the same lip. It's very weird. My hair looked wet. It looked like a helmet. No no not criticizing the person's work, but more so they the vision just was not translating. And I think there was that misalignment with like really communicating and connecting because once I found the connection with my hair and makeup person to different people, it was like night and day. We just flowed. They got it. I was like over the moon and it showed in the look. But anyway, in my second trial, I was getting really close two weeks away, not even. And I was like, I think I have to say yes. Like this is fine. I kind of like it. Maybe we can improve it on the day of, but yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess we're gonna we're gonna do this. And then later that day, it was a clear no. And it wasn't just like the product of what this person had done for my hair, 
there were some energetic layers to this that just didn't feel aligned because I was like, how do I want to feel on the day of my wedding? How do I want to feel? Who do I want to be around me? Which I'll get to in a moment. And it was just clear that that wasn't in alignment. That person was not uh, supposed to be there. So in saying no to that person, I made room for Mickey to come in and it was just so amazing. Pepper B did my makeup, downtown Pepper B on Instagram. She's phenomenal. She also has a crystal shop and synchronistically we connected around crystals and she ended up sourcing crystals for my wedding, for the altar. It was just it's like that type of magic that happens when you say yes to things that are in alignment and no to those that are not. Like that is what I was experiencing. It was so wild. Little known fact about me, I grew up with eczema most of my life. It was something that was incredibly uncomfortable. I remember when I was younger, I had to wear socks over my hands when I slept because I would scratch so much in my sleep. Mm. I would be bleeding. It just was so painful and uncomfortable. So I know what it's like to have eczema. And I remember anything that I put on my skin always had steroids. It never really felt like it was the cleanest or the most healthy for me. So I'm really glad to be working with a company called Glad Skin to provide relief without steroids. It really helps to provide good bacteria to your skin microbiome to stop the itch and redness, to tame your inflammation, and really help your skin heal. So if you suffer with acne, with eczema, with rosacea, Glad Skin is for you. So I actually have not, but I have people in my family who have been suffering with eczema as well as rosacea. I have been acne prone, as you all know. So Glad Skin uses Microbalance. This is a revolutionary protein that restores the balance of the good and bad bacteria that live on your skin so it can finally heal. It is so effective that 91% of users, adults and children who tried their top-selling eczema cream reported significant improvement after just seven days. Wow. And again, this is steroid Free. So this is for children. This is for adults. Um, and they have actually a baby formula. Gladskin's new oatmeal free formula is non-toxic and free of steroids and other common irritants. Uh, pediatricians and dermatologists love Gladskin for every little I little wish I one. would have had this. I know. My life would be so different. <laughs> my little skin. So if you've been frustrated with your treatment options, don't wait to try Gladskin. They are offering our listeners 15% off plus free shipping on your first order at gladskin.com slash almost 30. That's G-L-A-D-S-K-I-N dot com slash almost 30. That's gladskin.com slash almost 30 for 15% off plus free shipping. Okay, I need to introduce you to a revolutionary new app, um, Superhuman. I have been doing these Superhuman activations every single morning for the last three weeks. Let me just tell you, I kind of fell off of my game after I had the baby. Most of my time and energy was going to him still is, but I have been able to carve out time in the morning before I get into the swing with him. And I've been doing these activations. I do a lot of the shorter ones because I don't have a ton of time, but let me just say, this is new. Like 
this is a new type of audio that um, are super energizing and really specifically designed to transform you into your future self. So I know a lot of us want to manifest things. I know a lot of us are thinking about planning for the future, um, but a lot of us feel stuck. And so I've just felt like this has unstuck me in just the most beautiful way. So I've been doing a lot of their pep talks. I've been doing some of their writing activations. Uh, this morning I did the three morning questions. It was a seven minute, really vibey writing activation that I love. So I had my journal out. Um, yesterday I did a pep talk, uh, about tackling procrastination. There's a part of me that procrastinates quite a bit. So I'm just I love this. I love this. There's going to be an activation for you for this moment, for this day. Uh, it's incredibly supportive. So we actually interviewed Mimi Bouchard, the founder, not too long ago. Check out that interview. Uh, and we have a sample of one of the activations on our feed. So you can check that out as well. It's way easier to implement into your routine and far more effective than any other audio app out there. I've just noticed that I'm doing it much more consistently. So please don't miss out on this crazy deal. They rarely do discounts. On top of the 14-day free trial, get over 60% off your subscription for a limited time only at activation.com slash almost 30. Literally, there is no risk. If you change your mind and forget to cancel after the trial, you're covered by their money back guarantee. The offer is only available through their website, not on the app store. So that's activations.com slash almost 30 for 60% off. It expires soon. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Oh, therapy, y'all. I don't know. I just, I don't know what I did before therapy, to be completely honest with you. I think I was kind of a mess, but you know, found it when I was meant to, but I've been going to therapy for about six years now, which is so crazy. So crazy, but it has changed my life and I will continue to invest in therapy for as long as I can. I feel like it has totally, totally made my relationships better, made my career better. I am a better mom. I am a better wife. I'm a better friend. I'm a better daughter and sister. Y'all, it's just the gift that keeps on giving. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do, this is it. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. If you get matched and you're like, yeah, not quite a fit, they make it easy and it's free to change. But I've had a lot of friends try BetterHelp and love it. So I really, really encourage you to start therapy. It's been the best decision I've ever made for myself. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash almost 30 today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash almost 30. There are so many spirals that <laughs> you can find yourself in when it comes to planning a wedding. Uh, so I want to talk about that a little bit because it's tempting. It's tempting to spiral down. It's tempting to uh, get really lost in the melodrama of it all. But there is a way to exist and really thrive above that, above these like very strong pulls toward more of just a negative uh, lens or looking for what is wrong 
or uh, getting caught up in, you know, other people's expectations or societal expectations. It's really easy. I think the mind does a really good job of finding those things. And I actually talked to someone the other day who had just gotten engaged and in describing the way that they were feeling in that in this moment, you know, post-engagement and like already planning the wedding, everything that they were describing had a negative spin to it. You know, it was just like the stress, the pressure, uh, the expectations, and I could feel the energy of a spiral and just of this like heaviness around what, you know, again, is supposed to be a day that you look fondly upon and, and had a great time and hopefully the process of planning it too. So it was just so apparent to me that this is bigger than us, you know, at times, right? Like this, this just energy around weddings. And so I was really excited to break that for myself and maybe even for those that were in attendance. I think I've probably freaked some people out with how like just, hmm, I don't know if calm's the word, but I was just like really enjoying the process and everything. And I don't know, like people would call me and be like, hey, are you okay? I know you're planning a wedding. Like, are you okay? You need anything? And which is so kind and sweet. But it was like this expectation that I was like going crazy. And um, I just want us to notice that. I want us to notice that uh, default to spiral down. Uh, we could be spiraling up. <laughs> and how do we do that? I was very diligent about revisiting my vision almost every day. And the vision includes not only like what you see, but it's really what you feel is what I think is most important. And so on my walks, conveniently, my walks sometimes would take me past the venue because the venue was like right on the water in Brooklyn. And I would put on like the song that we were going to walk down the aisle to, or just a song that made me think of Sean and you know, I would just like really allow myself to feel all the beautiful things that I feel about our relationship and about the fact that we are getting married and starting our life together. And I think it's really important that vibrationally we remind ourselves what the main thing is. And that's like, like the top tip that Sean and I have been giving. Keep the main thing the main thing because there's a lot of little things that can try to be the main thing but they're not the main thing. Okay. So it was really important for me to find vibrationally that feeling that I know that I deserve to experience and that I want to experience. How do I get there um, before it arrives? And so that really helped me to take walks and put on music and just like, yeah, feel what it be feel like to walk down the aisle. And I swear to you, y'all, everything just just about everything there were some surprises to me in the best way but like it it was what i vibrationally felt and it just like arrived in my reality it was so crazy i remember right before i walked down the aisle with my dad i or as we were walking down the aisle and i just saw from afar everyone standing up and Sean at the end of the aisle and the sun peeking through like the bridge and the tree and glistening on the water. And I had seen that. I literally, that was a part, that moment was a part of my visualization, vibrationalization experience leading up to the wedding. And so sometimes I just feel like 
we need to allow ourselves to feel that way before the actual day. And that's kind of the magic of it. So I highly recommend that. I highly recommend having difficult conversations, um, maybe difficult, maybe not, maybe just direct from the get-go with people that you feel as though might be, yeah, might pull you from your center or might be putting pressure on you or have a history of sharing their opinions unsolicited or judgments. And I think in one way or another, sharing your intention for how you want to feel and experience this and your, you know, whatever else you want to share is really important. So for example, if you say to, you know, your parents, like mom and dad, I'm so excited to plan this wedding, sharing this experience with you. And I've committed to having fun and not stressing. And I've also committed to doing what really feels good to me and my partner. We are committed to our vision. Even if it's a little bit outside of the box or not what you expect, we're committed to it. So I just wanted to tell you that now because I know there might be some moments where you're like, oh, you're going to do that, but I'm going to, we're going to do what feels good to us. And that's for the greatest and highest good of all y'all. So, so I think it's really important. Like just share that from the get. I know it's a little weird, a little uncomfortable, a little out of the ordinary. Just do it. You'll feel better. And those people can't say that they didn't know. You know what I mean? Plus that just builds your confidence to advocate for yourself from the get-go. And I think that is so important to advocate for yourself through this process, especially on the day. So that brings me to, you know, how I wanted to feel on the day and really creating that vortex, if you will. And most of the day, so I spent the night with Sean the night before, non-traditional. People normally don't do that, but we slept at home. We were home in Brooklyn and I loved waking up next to him. I loved having a little morning to ourselves. And then I went on a walk with my mom and sisters. I wanted to spend time with them. Just like, yeah, just like getting the good feeling feelings and have a breakfast sandwich and yeah, just hang. And then I came home. I took a shower. I think Sean was kind of like not getting ready, but he was just kind of doing his thing. Some of his friends popped over to say hi and help him prep with some stuff. And then my hair and makeup came over and they were the only ones that I was with and getting ready. Like Sean was kind of getting ready in the other room. We were, you know, in each other's space, but not really checking each other out. And then my planner came over and eventually the photographer and videographer came right before I got in the dress. So that was important to me. I didn't want the hubbub of the cameras in my face for hours before I put my dress on. It's just not my vibe. And I have to be really clear with like my vendors about that stuff too. Like, I don't want this. This is important to me. And they were totally amazing. Um, Just a shout out photographer is Natalia Wajda. She's amazing. Also, Mariah Soto and her husband, Gio, they have a video studio, AV. They're phenomenal. They're phenomenal and just like the best energy. Both photographer and videographers just were incredible. So when they arrived, it was just like, okay, we started the party. It was fun. I got right in my dress and we just got to it. Went up, did the first look. We did the first look on our roof, which was beautiful. So I'm saying all this mainly because this is what we wanted to do, you know? And you know, I didn't get ready with anyone. Not even my family was there, which, you know, was a decision that 
had nothing to do with my family and more so to do with just like me wanting to, yeah, just kind of be in my own energy for the day. It was just something that was important to me. I love, I love my family and my sisters and my mom who I would like normally get ready with if it, you know, at other wedding celebrations, but, um, I just wanted to be in my own energy and that was it. So it was really special. We did like a pre-ceremony hang with very close family and friends for photos and things at this space. So that for me was like a beautiful like first look with my family and friends. And it was just so, so fun. So I loved how we did that. And as I said, Sean and I did first look on the roof and it was just beautiful. We got two minutes without the rain and then it started raining again. And then it just cleared up beautifully for the wedding. So on that note of rain, things are going to happen, right? Things are going to happen. We're not after perfect when it comes to your wedding day. I know it's hard not to think about having everything be perfect, but again, keep the main thing, the main thing. With the weather, it was like storming all day on and off. And I was like, wow, I was trying to do like weather magic, like a little witch, um, which I think worked. And it it worked out perfectly. It, It cleared up and it was bright and beautiful the moment I walked down the aisle, like it was just, it was wonderful. But during the day, like my mind was like, oh no, what if it's raining that we have to do inside? Like we, oh, 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 this is not my vision. And, um, you know, I had Abraham Hicks in my, in my ears and I was like, we got to let it go. Got to let go. Forget it. Forget it. Set your intention, ask for what you want and then forget it. And it worked out. Um, so we're not after perfection on this day. We are after fun. We are after connection. We are after presence. That's the ultimate, right? Because when you're so present on this day, like you're not going to miss like the most sweet, small, beautiful things, which I think compound to just be a wonderful experience. Oh, the best, the best, the best. So how are we feeling? okay? (laughs) So again, this applies to really any big life milestone. I'm so excited for us as we just keep on living and keep on navigating these things and keep on taking our power back, reclaiming our power in these moments and reclaiming who we really are in these moments. We don't have to do what everyone does. We don't have to, you know, give into these expectations, societal or familial or whatever. Like you can do it the way you want because why? You are a creator. You're the ultimate creator. It's a beautiful opportunity to create what you desire. And what better way to practice that power than in a personal life miles? Our wedding was such a portal of manifestation for us on so many levels. My friend, um, Alex, uh, you know her as the high priestess of Brooklyn on of BK on uh, Instagram. She's an incredible astrologer, phenomenal. Go book with her. She's wonderful, funny, smart, just the best. And she did a marriage reading for Sean and I looking at the astrology for the day. And if I do say so myself, it was an amazing day to get married. And so a lot of what she was saying confirmed just how I felt about how powerful it was to be witnessed by our close family and friends, to celebrate in the way that we did, and really keep what's important to us as a focus. And just how that really, it almost, it's like you you hit a bell and it just kind of reverberates through our lifetime of like, 
this is how it's going to be. This is the baseline. We do this always and more. You know, it's it was really um, something I'll never forget. And I will always hold as a standard for us and how we navigate things. Final, final is that, you know, I mentioned that we did a big party on Saturday and it was just uh, a magnificent celebration. Uh, Did a little differently in the sense that it was at this beautiful uh, venue. It's called Legacy Records. It's in New York City. And um, man, oh man, they just did a phenomenal job of creating a flow in the space. The space is quite big, but we had we had a crazy like just adventure from 3 to 10 p.m. So at 3, we had welcome drinks. At 4 to 5, we had speeches uh, from a bunch of our family and friends and then into a surprise. So I had this vision to bring Sunday Service Choir, which Sean and I listen to all the time and love deeply, to our love fest. And so... Long story short, I touched base with a friend of mine. I got a ping from God. I was like, what about LaToya? LaToya, who is the host of the Analog Girl podcast, you must check it out. She is one of the funniest people I know, one of the most honest people I know. I think she is a star destined for huge things, but she sings at her church. She has an incredible voice and she used to work in the music industry. And I told her, I was like, this is kind of what I'm envisioning. Do you have any ideas? Do you know know anyone? She literally put this group of eight singers, three to four musicians together in two days. Two days. Like the Lord was at work. She is an angel from heaven. And honestly, y'all, they got to rehearsing right away. They had four to five rehearsals before the main day. I got to join them in rehearsal because one of my visions as well was to sing with the choir. I sang the song that we walked down the aisle to. It was all literally, I mean, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. Another, Another proof that I can bring my visions to life. And so can you. Like, it was just, It proved to me so many things. It also proved to me the power of when people come together with their talent and their hearts, like they cared. They were so excited to do this and it was felt. I mean, people were so moved, like God was in the room. There is no doubt about it. So that was something else that we did that was like kind of out of the ordinary. We were so excited to surprise people with, and Sean was excited or surprised that I sang. And, um, Again, that really set the tone. I feel like that was like, ooh, wow. For me, for, for you know, being up there and singing again and just feeling what I haven't felt in a while, you know, when it comes to performing, but I don't want to say performing in the sense that it wasn't me. It was like, so me, it hurt. <laughs> and I'm like, more of that, more of that. That experience was like, you can and deserve more of that. So that was really profound. And to have Sean see me do that and our family and friends see me do that. And just to see us kind of connect in that way and just have God in the center of our relationship. It was, wow, y'all, I'm rambling now, but it was, it was, it was the best. So what I want to give you permission to do is anything that you want to do when it comes to your life, 
You can plan and do and create anything that you want to. What is stopping you? Let's be clear about it. Who is stopping you? What thoughts, what beliefs, what assumptions, what fears? And it's not that those are bad and that you are ill-equipped because you have those, but let's just shine a light on them, get really, really honest so that we can clear them because you are destined to create and be magnificent and be expressive and really enjoy these huge milestones why are we doing them if we're miserable through them, right? Absolutely not. We deserve to fully embrace these times, even if they have ups and downs, because those ups and downs are a part of the process. We know that in our hearts. We know that in our hearts. So don't let it knock you off your center. You hear me? (laughs) This is a wild initiation. I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. And thank you for listening. Uh, I know I don't share you know, every little detail of my life. It's very on purpose that I don't do that. And I want to encourage you to keep things sacred too, if you want to, if you don't want to share, if you don't want to share with your friends or family, or even on social media, like you can keep things sacred. So I'm giving myself that permission over and over again. I love you all. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. You can DM me on Instagram at Lindsay Simsick if you have questions or just were moved by anything that I said, or yeah, just curious about anything that I said. I'm here for you and I will see you on the next one. Thank you so much, Linz. And there are other episodes you can listen to with with Lindsay and Sean. That is episode 350, I know from the wedding. (laughs) And then episode number... Episode... uh, It just came out the other day. Episode 543. Episode 543. Two two years apart. Little update. But thank you all for listening. We appreciate you. Um, If you haven't subscribed to our new podcast, Morning Microdose. Make sure you do right now. This is to prime you in the morning with short form content that we've curated uh, from our Vortex Moments on Almost 30. You are going to love it. It'll be a perfect addition to your morning routine. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Almost 30 Podcast. I'm at Lindsay Simsick. I'm at It's Krista. And thank you to our sponsors. We appreciate all of our sponsors and we vet them for you. So don't worry. We have discount codes on our website, almost30.com, as well as in our show notes. We will see you on the next one, babies. We'll see you guys soon. We love you. Goodbye. Bye.